Ellie Halavian, thank you so much for coming on. Teeth Matters with the underscore in the front. That's important. Although I typed it into Spotify. It came right up, by the way. So didn't. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Don't forget the underscore. But thank you so much for having me on, Brendan. No, no. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time of the day. I know it's late. Eight o'clock in the evening can be can be difficult. Um, I appreciate you working around my my annoying <laughs> schedule. <laughs> Listen, I've been there. I get it. I'm totally happy to be here. So let's chat it up. Yeah, let's chat it up. It, it, can you hear me a little better now? I just realized yeah. my microphone that's, is facing the window. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Good. Yeah, that's so much better. Okay, cool. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. So, okay. So just right off the bat, um, I've been really impressed with your podcast, your content. And I, I wanted to ask you, let's, let's just jump right into it. Why not? Um, I, I want to hear your story. Maybe, maybe we could go into it later, but I'm like, I'm really intrigued at the purpose and what the concept is. I, I love the concept is what I'm saying. And I'm intrigued at the purpose behind your, your, your content, because we also have a lot of mutual friends, Bobby Langani, Sam Eisenberg. Mm -hmm. How do you know them? So I actually know those two from NYU. So that's where I did my dental studies. I went to NYU from dental school. And then I went on to do residency at a level one trauma center up in Westchester. So I what understand is? your Westchester Medical Center. Oh, Westchester. Yeah. And yeah. Then, that's uh, New York Medical College. It that is. Was, it is. Yeah. So it's very OS heavy. So I did OS call. So I get your lifestyle and your crazy schedule. But kudos to you for sticking it out for a couple more years. I don't, I don't know if I had it in me to do it. I think about it sometimes. I think about going back, but I, I don't think I could do the schedule. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I know those two from NYU. I went to Westchester for my med, uh, for residency. And then I came out of residency on a high. Like I had accomplished so much. I did so much. And I started working. And then I was like, work kind of sucks. Like, this is not what I expected it to be. This is, I don't feel like a professional. I don't have, like, things are not working out. Procedures are messy. Patients are complicated. And I was like, this is not the dentistry that I expected. This is not the satisfaction that I was expecting. Like I thought I had gone through the hard to get to this like level of ease, maybe not ease, but like a level of comfort. And it wasn't there. And I was like, how do, why don't people talk about it? Like, is, is it just me or is other, are, are, the, are there other people out there experiencing the same thing? So I started the podcast as a way to kind of like ask questions and see how other people got to where they are. And then it became a networking thing. And people are really resonating with it because apparently it's not just my story, it's everyone's story. You will come out of school thinking that you're going to find some kind of success, both professional success and financial success. And it's not there. Dentistry is really hard. It takes a toll on you emotionally, emotionally, physically, but also when it comes to financial satisfaction, you're really out there struggling. You have to, like treatment plan, big cases, you need to have the right patient, um, patient population. So it's, it's, it's been challenging navigating that. It's so crazy, right? Like, God, and the, the biggest thing for me is that, well, there's a couple things, there's a couple things, and I'm sure you can relate to this. The first thing is like, oh my God, I'm, you, I'm, Ellie, I'm sure you get this all the time. Oh my God, you're a dentist. You must be raking in money. You must have made so much money. And it's like, well, you know, the tuition at NYU is quite a hefty oh, yeah. sum there. And then it's like, yeah, what about the hours that we put in? All the education to get here, you know, we're groomed by the system, institutionalized, and now we're here. And and like, like you make better money once you're practicing. I'm still in residency. I'm still <laughs> underwater. But yeah. um, like, like I hear you on that. It's It's a lot different from what we expected. And dental school definitely doesn't train us for real life dentistry. Um, I was no. listening to your, your podcast. Uh, this is, I think, mid-November. Um, you mm -hmm. were explaining how what to look for when you're applying for jobs, what to look for in the jobs, your five tricks. I, I love this one. I love when you make your podcast like off the whim and you go yeah. right into it and you give your little secrets, your tricks. And I loved how at the end you were like, and by the way, like if you can just leave a rating, let me know what you thought of this. It lets me know what I'm doing right, like if, if it helped you. And then we kind of learn through this together in the process. That that just it got me right here. You know what I mean? Um, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. And, and you you were saying like you 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 had the first job where this is fresh out of residency. You were saying like 
like the work hours, the environment, how you were getting treated by the patients and other staff, it sounded like not so thrilling, huh? No. So, you know, I was, when I was leaving residency, I was already looking for jobs and I was torn between working in a private practice or working in some kind of DSO or like a public health center. And the reason why I kind of moved away from private practice was because in that setting, especially in Manhattan, you have all these high paying patients. And if they're paying big dollars, they have high expectations. And I thought, well, then I also have to really like sell myself basically in order to make money. So it's all on production or collection. And I thought, well, I'll really struggle to make good money in Manhattan if that's the case. So I kind of gravitated to the FQHC, which was a salary. But with an FQHC and this fixed salary and benefits, there's also a, a little, um, there's a give and take because now you're in an environment where you're working with an underserved population, which is not a bad thing, but you're also commuting to these popu to these areas or neighborhoods, which are a little less safe. Um, people are not as dedicated to their oral health, so they don't really follow through with appointments. Um, it's a little bit messier because the public health sector doesn't have the resources or their funds to tend to patients nor their staff. And so tensions were high in that kind of environment. People felt undervalued, staff felt undervalued. There was a lot of resentment and it just didn't feel like a good working environment. And because these patients are insurance patients, mainly Medicaid patients, um, you're limited to the amount of dentistry that you can do or the type of dentistry you can do. Wait, if you can explain this, I already have two questions lined up, but if you sure. can explain that a little more, what does that mean? Um, and, and in general dentistry too. Right. So insurance, unfortunately, limits the type of dentistry you do. So de most insurances, um, like Medicaid or HMO insurances, they don't really offer the ideal treatment plan to patients. So a lot of the procedures that need to be done can't be done because it doesn't seem like a necessity. They'll mm -hmm. only do things that are a necessity. So, for example, they'll ex an extraction of a front tooth will be covered or a replacement of a front tooth will be covered, okay? Mm -hmm. um, but not a posterior tooth. And that, right. So, like, yeah. you, can't, you, won't, you can't put a crown on a posterior tooth. It won't be covered, but you could put a crown on an anterior tooth because a person can get a job if they look good and oh the front tooth God. will make them look good, but the back tooth doesn't count because no one's going to see the back tooth. That's so the, basically, that's yeah. So basically you're, you're doing patchwork, right? You're not actually restoring someone's function and aesthetic. You're just doing patchwork. You're, you're literally so, providing the fake it till you make it like, Oh, right. God. Right. So it's unfortunately it, it doesn't work. And unfortunately it's a lot of patchwork and it gets messy and patients don't really follow through and they can't in those types of environments they can't even pay up so you're not really doing the dentistry you want to do um so that's that's experience i had when i was at the fqhc oh my god and then yeah. um was this at multiple facilities or just one place it was i would bounce between two locations two oh. locations but either location it was the same issue medicaid patients they couldn't afford the treatment you were limited to the type of dentistry and again, understaffed and undervalued. So mm -hmm. assistance wouldn't really be there to support you. You were doing a lot of the dentistry by yourself. Um, and there was not much teamwork happening there. But like, like no teamwork. I hear you. And no you teamwork. said initially out of this was right out of residency. You were looking kind of like, were you looking for the salary idea or did you gravitate towards that? Or are you saying that's, that's kind of like, what you stumbled into, is that what you wanted? Well, when I was looking for a job in the city, a lot of the jobs were paying like a $500 guarantee per day. And I thought, well, living in Manhattan is quite expensive. With me making $500 a day doesn't really get me anywhere. Plus I have to pay for insurances, malpractice, disability, you know, health insurance. And I thought that wouldn't really cover me much. Right. So that's why I gravitated towards a fixed, fixed salary. And that's how I went towards the FQHC. I see. I see. The the thing that I'm noticing with the salary is that this is, they, they want to lock you in for that, but you're going to make so much more than that salary. And they're going to always ask you, you know, it's your day off. Can you come in? Someone just called out sick. Right. Can you, can you please come in? We need you. And it's like, yeah, but, but now, now wait a minute. You know, if this is like, 
actual contract or salary basis. I'm, I'm working X amount of days. You're literally going to come in and work for free. And especially in that type of environment, you're going to be overworked the whole day that you're there. It's not just an extra day. It's the whole day. It's adding on another three patients after X time in the afternoon. Right. You have a cool yeah. job to set up too, by the way. My setup? Yeah. I like, I like the plant in the back. You Is like it? Good? Yeah. No, there's a plant. I'm actually sitting on the floor. You're That's on the my floor. couch. <laughs> That's my windowsill. My frame. Is it, yeah. is it a real plant? It's actually a real plant. It's, yes. Okay. It's so. a real plant. Yeah, yeah. We don't do fake plants. I've got more plants over there, though. Good. Good. Awesome. Yeah. I, I have like I have like a dozen plants in my apartment too. So I, I always appreciate a nice backdrop. You know. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I try. Yeah. Um. But no, it's it's it was a it was a really interesting um, year for me right out of residency because noticing the fact that it's very competitive to find a job in the city. The pay is low. I didn't want to have to sell myself to patients in order to make money. And then, like you said, when it comes to your day off and then they ask you to come in, it's your schedule is, um, you don't have really flexibility with your schedule essentially. And if you wanted to take time off, well, then you're losing money, right? So, and in a place like an FQHC, the beauty of that was you have a fixed salary, you get benefits, they pay for your disability, you get PTO, you get CE stipend. So there were mm -hmm. a lot of wins or a lot of gains with it. Right, 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 right. But then five, so then you were comparing that to $500 a day. First that of was, all, oh my yeah, God, that's like $500 a day. It, yeah, right. It's like nothing. nothing. I know Stony Brook pays their part-time faculty. I, I went to Stony Brook Dental School. They pay their part-time faculty. $600 a day. And this is seven, eight, maybe even nine years ago. Right. There's, when are we going to get increased? You know, and right. we're going to go with the economy ever. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like 500 was the first offer that I got. Then I was 600. Then the more you look, the more you find that there are offices that are willing to pay more, but that also comes with experience. Mm. A lot of private practice offices don't pay that much because they don't give you the big cases. So they'll give you a small guarantee and they'll make you do profies. So this way you do the profies for the patients, you build that patient rapport, and eventually if that there's an emergency, you pick up an emergency and then you be, build out your um, your Ross, patient roster that way. Mm. And then, yeah, and but at least now you're in a better spot. I wanna to get to that, but huge insight you said, print out your resume and oh, yeah. go to the office that you're interested in. See the office for yourself, let them see you, and you said the paid interview, the paid workday interview. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know you could do that. That's genius. Yeah, paid workday interview. Make sure it's paid. You are giving your time to them. They they have to pay you. You're not a volunteer. Um, make sure you get that pay check by the end of the day, or they tell you that they're going to mail it to you. Like it needs to be in your hand. There are still checks that I'm waiting for. So this is coming from experience. Mm. Um, oh, so man. yeah, yeah. So make sure you get paid, make sure you get a check by the end of the day. Um, definitely print out your resume, show up to places, introduce yourself. Like if you see, walk in, ask if the office managers are, don't even talk to the receptionist. Be like, oh, is your office manager here? If they say, who are you? Say, I'm, I'm a dentist, I'm looking for a job. Get a name, get an email, whatever it is. And then follow up. Are you, are you on LinkedIn? I am on LinkedIn. I was, yeah. that was because you said you were using, was it Indeed? I was using Indeed, yeah. Indeed, right, right. Right. Have you, have you tried LinkedIn? I haven't tried LinkedIn, actually. I haven't tried LinkedIn. Um, that's something that I'm going to look at at some point. Um, but so far, I've been pretty successful picking up opportunities just by showing up. Got it. Got it. I mean, yeah. I mean, outstanding. I mean, and I'm sure you could, once you kind of get in the door and they see you and then you're able to talk with them and give your personality, everything you said on that podcast, I mean, obviously you're going to be a winner. I mean, you're doing everything you need to do. You're doing more than that. You're putting outside hours into the, the passion that you have for the profession. I think right. it's great. I think, because what you said was, that's why you went into the in-person because on Indeed, you're competing with people where it's like, they don't know you from the next person, from the next person, the resumes are all the same. That's why I think for you also, 
virtually, I think LinkedIn would be great. You could show your picture yeah. on there. You can maybe show some links to the podcast a little bit. Yeah, if they no. click on that, it's sold. I, I guarantee yeah. that. Right? I, you're absolutely right. I think it's a great idea. I have to get, um, I have to be more active on LinkedIn. I'm, I've kind of been a little quiet, a little absent on that, but it's definitely a good networking uh, tool. It's a great resource. Um, funny Especially you mentioned like you, right? And you're and you're doing stuff on social media, right? I guess into Chat GPT, it'll put the it'll put a script to the audio. You pop that out in half a second, you're good to go. Yeah, no, totally, totally. Funny about Indeed, I purposely was saying that being on Indeed, you know, you're sending out mass emails, and it actually happened to me one time where I got a call back, and I'm I call I got a call back, and I and he left a voicemail, so quickly I I reply, and he's like, oh, you're calling for the medical office, and I was like, no, I'm calling as a dentist. I'm a dentist looking for a de dental position, and he's like, oh, are you are you gonna come work with the we have different physicians in the office. Like he just kept going on about physician, physician, and different specialists. I'm like, sir, I'm looking for a dental position. So my point being is that there's a lot of stuff mm. on Indeed, and a lot of things go overlooked. Mm. So that's why it's better to do things in person. 100%. Because you don't know, you're, you're working with people who are like, have a business, there's hundreds of different issues with the business they have a bunch of staff they don't really know what's going on and they get lost so it's such a nightmare it. such a hassle what so so tell me what, what you're up to now so i'm still okay well i've been on this job search for a while but i've been interviewing at different places and i get a lead and then it falls through and then i get another lead a working interview and then i'm waiting because it's the holiday and then I, so things haven't been working out necessarily, but I've been interviewing at different locations. Um, I was recently away on a mission trip and I just got back. So I'm waiting for the new year to come to officially start a position. What that, uh, wait, I, I did see that. I, just, I, I was scrolling through your, your Instagram too, by the way. And I saw you were in an island in the Bahamas starts with an E. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. I was in Eleuthera. Eleuthera, Eleuthera. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. was it Dr. Auerbach just there too? Were you in the same trip or maybe a different week? Maybe a different week. Okay. okay. Yeah, maybe a different you... week. Right, right, Maybe right. a different week. But um, so this mission trip was uh, initiated by Dr. Levine. He's a prosthodontist here in New York City. And him and his wife started this foundation, Glow Good. Hmm. And it's, yeah, Glow Good is a... Um, they do oral health and oral education for underserved populations. They initially went to Rwanda and then from Rwanda, they went to Bahamas and now they've been going back to Bahamas for seven years now. So funny enough, I started as an intern at Glow Good before dental school. That led me to a job no at Glow. Yeah. He has a company called Glow. So I was working at Glow and then I was like, doc, I don't want to do this. I want to go to dental school. So then I quit my job and after a little time I went to school. And so like now I finished school and it's like full circle. So That's this was amazing. my first, yeah, this was my first time going to Bahamas and it was incredible. Like what a beautiful experience. And you know what now, now you're the first person I've heard of where you went to the foundation, you did the mission trips prior to dental school. And now you did one after, mm -hmm. and like you said, full circle. But it, it really gives weight to the testament. And I just did a mission trip in Jamaica too, but it really gives weight to when you said that, you know, you went into dental school with one attitude, one ambition, one outlook of what you wanted to do with your life. And then now, now you're on the other side. It's like, wait a minute, this is a little different from what I thought, what I was trained to do, who I wanted to be. Right. And, and hopefully the mission trip kind of brought you back to the roots a little bit. Oh and yeah, Absolutely. You know, I'm sure it did. It, th it's life changing in Jamaica. That was spectacular. So I, I, I know where you're coming from. It's mm -hmm. that's fantastic. But something's gonna come for you soon. I'm, I'm, I'm totally sure. Like, and you're putting yeah. so much time in podcasts, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm putting a lot of time into interviewing. I'm putting time into the podcast. It's been a good, um, this part time gig that I have now has given me the opportunity to focus on the podcast and build out social media because that in itself is time consuming, as you know. Um, so I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to live my life in the city, do what I like to do and expand on social, 
Um, but again, I am looking part-time and, it, and it's working out. It's been also a really good way to connect with different types of offices and you get to see what kind of dentistry is out there, what kind of patient populations are out there, um, what kind of working environments exist. So it's been a really good learning experience. Really yeah. good learning experience. And part-time right now, how many, or does it switch certain weeks? How many days a week is that? If we go into it a little bit to sh kind of show your lifestyle currently, you know? Oh yeah. So part-time is literally two days a week, two days a week. Two, yeah. Tuesdays and Fridays. I'm off all the rest of the week and it's been great. I work. Um, so the woman I work for, I met her uh, on a CE trip in Texas. So she, so she became a friend. She hired me and is now serving as a mentor, which has been a really great experience. And we work together of those two days, we work together one day a week together. Oh, it's great. What what part yeah. of, um, are you still in New York? Well, yeah, I'm still in Manhattan. She has an office in West Harlem and it's a brand new office. Yeah, uh, brand new office, beautiful facility, beautiful materials. Um, and I have total autonomy, which is great. Oh, that's yeah. huge. I mean, how many yeah. times do you, in, in these jobs, on your job search, I'm sure you see this too. The autonomy can be a little fuzzy. It can be a gray area. Like how am I actually going to be able to do what I want to do? So right. that's huge. Yeah, no, it's been really, really great. So I'm really thankful. It's working out for me. And two days a week is great for me now because then it gives me the opportunity to try different offices, which is what I've been doing, bouncing around. Doing the, um, wait, the, the paid interviews or? The paid interviews, yeah. It, so yeah. you're able to do that too. So you're making yeah. money. You're I, yeah, I've been making money and it's fine. I'm not committed to any place. There's no, like, no, it's basically no strings attached. You go in, you work <laughs> and you leave and, and you get paid for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you don't have to worry about that patient anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. that office potentially Or that too. office, yeah. So yeah. it's been good. It's working out. It's working it's out. out. I'll, I'll see you never. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like, I don't mind this temping. I'll call it temping. Uh, tempting position. Uh, we can make this last for a while. That, yeah, you know, that's actually great. And now you get to put the time into the podcast. And are you going to do any anything besides podcasting? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I, I oh, don't know where I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this podcast is going. I definitely want to make something out of it. I don't want it just to be a podcast. Um, but I'm thinking maybe a course in the future. I don't know. Those courses, I, I hear you on that. The courses, so I, I get the sense that when you make content, it's coming from a genuine place. It's like, you don't right. have to do it, but it's like, I want to do it today and I'm going to. And yeah. then it comes from a good heart. It's genuine and organic. Once you start getting it, so I'm not saying it'll go this way, but sometimes with these courses, it's kind of like, now you start molding your content in order to sell the course. Mm -hmm. And as a dentist too, we, you and it, we went into this to treat people, right? We didn't go into this necessarily to sell our course so we could take money from the pockets of other dentists into ours. And I, I do a lot on social media. I look and learn a lot. I see what, what's out there and I'm seeing a lot of that. Um, well, we will see. We will see. Podcasting, on the other hand, you're saying you don't know where, where it will go. I honestly think if you just keep doing what you're doing, and a little bit more and just let me work on this thumbnail. Um, are you, do you, are you posting them on YouTube too? I'm not on YouTube yet, but I, I think that's the next avenue. YouTube is the next so. channel. Yeah. And then when you post on YouTube, uh, the thumbnails, what's going to be the clickbait, get a lot of people to click into your work too. And now you have right. two channels going. Um, YouTube, as you work, work your way up, you can see where the more, um, the areas of the podcast episode are watched more. And then you could clip right. that little segment because I know you're doing that too. And then you could put, yeah. you already know most people like this the most of that episode. Right. Put that out onto the social and then that'll feed to the podcast and so on and yeah. so forth. There's so many and, cool strategies. No, there's so many cool strategies. There's a lot you can do on social. And I'm just doing this podcast has opened my eyes to like opportunities, you know, the opportunities mm -hmm. out there. So let's see. It just takes time. Sometimes it's you, it takes a lot of time and effort, but we'll see where it goes. Yeah. It certainly does. Yeah. It certainly does. What's um? So where are you looking right now? So you are you you're still using Indeed? I'm still using Indeed. I do a lot of 
in-person drop-offs. Um, Through Indeed, like, how do you find out about these places? Oh, the the places that I go in person. If I'm in a certain neighborhood, I just literally Google search dentist near me. It drops pins. I quickly look at the office and see if it's the type of office that I like. I go to their website, see if it, I get a feel for the providers, mm-hmm. if I would fit in that kind of environment. And then I just show up. Have you I, ever... I love that. Have you yeah. ever done that instead of looking on, on Indeed or in the area? Have you ever tried looking up on like, say, Instagram? I have. I've sent DMs, private DMs to dental offices. And how does that go? That's good. Yeah, it works too. Some offices are not as active on social. So sometimes th- there will be a delay with their response, but the trendier offices will reply. Huh. Yeah. True. Yeah. The trendier offices are going to reply. Yeah. yeah. That could be, that could be like a, a dead end. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Still pretty cool though. And then if you find an office that you like just by looking in the area, then you could look on the social, see what you're like. I mean, I, I know you said that. Um, oh, cool. Where did you, where'd you go to college? I went to McGill in Montreal. You're from Montreal. You're from Canada. I'm from New York. Okay. It's complicated. I'm from New York, born and raised, but I moved to Montreal when I was 13 and I spent high school, college, undergrad in Montreal, and then I came back. Really? Yeah. Can we go into that transition? I mean, so did you need to get Canadian citizenship for that? Uh, So I was on a student visa. I had the opportunity to get Canadian citizenship after I graduated from university because it, it works on a point system. So those would have that worked to my benefit um, if I wanted to stay there, but I would have to commit to Canada and live in Canada for three years in order to gain that citizenship after undergrad. And I, at that point, I was like, Montreal, New York, I think there's more opportunity in New York. And so I went back or I came back. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I spent a little time, I mean, like, like a week, like a five days or so, but Montreal's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun in the, the summertime, in the wintertime, I don't know. And I mean, it's always fun, but winter is like freaking cold. Like it Damn, is right? brutally cold, um, but it's an amazing place to be like super fun, great food, great nightlife. It's a very, it's like a new mini New York with French flair, right? With European mm-hmm. flair. And it's a college town. It's not a town. It's a city. It's a full on city. Um, so everyone's young. Everyone's going out. Everyone's eating at different restaurants, dining. So definitely go to Montreal again if you can. Summertime is the best time to go because there's so much to do when you're there. Mm. Um, but even in the winter, there's a bunch of festivals like Igloo Fest where you party uh, in, in ski outfits, like in this ice winter themed park and you just get drunk and go wild. Wait, that's all in, do they make, do you, did you make an Igloo? I didn't, I didn't make an igloo, but it's, there are like ice sculptures and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering like, wait, do do you get to, do you have to rent an igloo or do you have to make it? No, 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 no. Your ice sculptures outside in the cold, everyone's in like ski suits because they're trying to stay warm and everyone's having a great time. Yeah. It's fun. It's so much fun. It's a lot of fun. Any snowball fights in that? I mean, anything can happen, right? Just just drinking, just... (laughs) that's that's a lot of fun montreal it was a good time i did salsa dancing there i remember it was very hipster i don't know if that was just the area that i was in this is this is like eight nine years ago now i think yeah i mean it there's different neighborhoods to montreal but it could definitely be on the more artsy side it was so cool though and and the culture that came out in montreal too is awesome yeah oh it's unbelievable i mean I, I miss it. All of my best friends are still there, so I'll go visit. But um, yeah, I don't think I'll go live there anymore because I'm afraid of the cold. I'm trying <laughs> to go as far south as I can. So like we're in New York now. Maybe eventually we'll move to Florida. I don't know. But Really? We'll Where's your family from? My family's from New York. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, But I don't mind moving for warm weather. Hmm. Have you noticed this? Like everyone's moving to Florida, especially oh, yeah. the dentists. Like everyone's, guys, where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> everyone's moving to Florida because it's cheaper. 
the weather's mm-hmm. better, and I think you have a better quality of life. So I've heard. So yeah. I've heard. No income tax. That's got to be nice. I mean, that's right. a lot of money that we're giving up in New York in the income oh, tax. So part. much. So much. Hmm. Oh, did you it's, have to know French when you lived in, in Montreal or just English? Just, just... No, no, I had to learn French. I had to learn in like a minimal amount of French in order to pass certain exams. Yeah. Oh, really? Wait, that's serious then. Yeah. So I went to uh, I went to a private school. It was an English English speaking private school. But like my history class was in French. My geography class was in French. I obviously had French class. Um, and then we had to take ministry exams. So nationwide exams that were in French or oh, regional man. exams that were in French. Yeah. Oh, do you, do you miss like speaking French on a daily basis? N- not necessarily. It's not my, like mm. French is my third language. So for me, it was just like to get by. Three languages. Yeah. So, okay. English, French. What's the, what's the third one? I speak Farsi. You speak Farsi? Yeah. No, wait, my buddy yeah. Sean, he's uh he's an orthodontist resident at Stony Brook. We went to he's my best friend. He, we went to dental school together. He speaks Farsi too. Oh no way. That's great. Where what's your yeah. nationality? What part of are, are you from so, over there? So I'm Persian. My mom is from Tehran, my dad is from Esfahan. No way. Wait, you're Persian. he's Persian. I would have yeah. never guessed you're Persian because you have you've blue eyes. Well, I, I, I tend to be on the lighter side, but my hair is dark. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Very so. Wow. So you're you're trilingual, um, yeah. and then you were in Canada for a, for a while. You came back. Did you did you go right into NYU NYU Dental School from McGill or no? So I actually applied to dental school three times before I got in, or two times before I got. In. I got on my third time. So my path to dental school wasn't straight. It was definitely not linear, and. Um, as I mentioned before, I was interning for Glow, and while I was interning, I was doing my master's. So I got my master's in management and IT, and I was focusing on strategy and leadership because uh-huh. I thought in the back of my head, I'm going to go to dental school one day, and I'm going to have a business, my own practice, and I'll need to know how to manage money and also communicate with people. So I thought that's my avenue. And I was like, and if I get rejected again, well, Ellie, you need to learn about money because the world runs on money. So, yeah. Unfortunately, so, does. if only it yeah. ran love, right? Right, right. Uh, so in order to, you know, better my application and kind of like secure my next step, that's what mm. I did. And I was doing the internship, got a job, my master's, and then I finally reapplied to dental school. And that's what I got. You, uh, where were you doing your master's? NYU. Oh, so you were doing your master's at NYU, and then that, did that give you any leverage when you were applying to dental school here? Uh, to be honest, I'm not really sure, but it possibly could have <clears throat> been an advantage. I don't, I don't know. But definitely doing uh, another program, like taking on a master's program, adds to your application. If you have trouble getting into dental school the first round, some people take post-bac courses, which can help, sure. Yeah. But I think you add more value if you do another program like a master's. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard yeah. that too. I've seen it. I took a gap year. I didn't study. Well, I applied. I took a gap year. I think the gap year and how many how many years in between college and, and dental school did you, did you get Ooh. to? Five years. Five years, but that's five years of solid experience in the real world. You were volunteering, you were interning, you got a job, you studied, you got real world, real life experience. And I don't know, I'm going to say like a lot of other dental students, and I'm sure you could, you would agree with me. It's like, they just go from high school to college to dental school. And it's like, you, you don't know how to talk to people because you've never been in that situation, right? You've just been taking grades your whole life. 100% totally agree with you like for me it was a shocker to see some kids go straight from undergrad into dental school it's like you haven't really lived do you really know if this is what you want like how are you so certain you know I was like I really know I want this because I worked my ass off for it I got rejected for it you know and now I'm finally here but these kids who get into school like right after undergrad I don't know I don't think they necessarily know what they're getting themselves into I mean I didn't know what I was getting myself into either because clearly I'm disappointed on some level on on some level but my point being like you you don't not to say that 
I'm not shaming anyone. Everyone has their own story, but it's you, you go through your own trial and tribulations to get to where you are. And sometimes getting things into things easy doesn't make you appreciate what you have. Of course. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, oh, I, I could talk about this all day. Failures are what turn successes into real successes. You got to earn it. Right. And, you know, a lot of people say, I don't even think it's debatable. Like you learn more from your failures than your wins. Oh, hundred percent. Right. Agree so, with that. Like it's, and then look at that. You got, it was, you said leadership, was it management and IT? Yeah. So yeah. you just got a, a three, you just got a, three home runs. And now that's that's going to feed right into dentistry. It already is. I mean, right. and I honestly think that your real world experience and, and and viewpoint now is translating into you creating this podcast. And now I think I figured it out. That's why <laughs> I like your podcast so much. It's so genuine. It's it's all of it into one. You know? Yeah, I think it's all encompassing. Like everything I've done in my life has layered. I like to call it layering. And so it's added value in some sense. And now the podcast, it was unexpected, but it's a reflection of my past in communications, doing PR and marketing for Glow, and then doing the strategy and leadership master's program and having traveled and met a lot of people and being in dentistry. And so it's all coming together. It is all coming. It already did come together. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing your next step. Oh, what the next step is. But but it sounds like you're pretty happy right now. I mean, the temping is is pretty cool because you could get paid for it while you're trying out until you find the perfect fit. Like that's that's a pretty serious trick that you figured that out there. I, I haven't heard of that. Yeah. I mean, I at first I was a little worried. I was like, oh, I need to find a job. I need to find a job. And now it's just been like, oh, I'm doing a work interview here, attempt like a work interview there. I was like, this is just, this is fine. If it keeps going like this until I find a place where I want to make my home, then so be it. Right. Yeah. You mentioned before that your dream, or at least initially prior to dental school, that's why you got your master's in leadership and management and the business side of it, was to own your own practice. Do you still feel or think that's in the future? Is it in the cards? I think it might be. I think it will be. Um, the more offices that I visit, the more, I mean, the more I realize that I am capable of running my own practice. Not to say that having your own practice is hard, is easy. It's definitely hard. There's a lot of responsibility that comes with it. And there's a, a lot of people who hold you accountable. Like you have a staff that you need to provide for, but, and patients that you're responsible for. But I think the, I, you can be a very successful dentist and a very, a much more confident dentist if you're a practice owner. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. A much more common dentist. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Do you think that has to play into like the autonomy when you're your own owner? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Because you're not worried about what your, your boss is thinking or what the production is. You're working for yourself. If you make a mistake and your patient comes back, well, then you'll fix it. You'll have to redo the crown prep or redo, um, I don't know, the filling or do the endo. And if there's an issue or a complication, you're the one who has to correct it. But from correcting it, you're the one who's learning. So the confidence builds. Whereas if you're in another practice, the owner sees that there's a like a, a mistake, they might take over the case, right? right. So then you, do, you won't be able to correct your mistake and you won't really learn from it because you're not really seeing what it looks like. Right, right. That's, hmm. that is a... That's such a great point. And it's an interesting concept to think, think of it that way. We don't get taught on that type of basis in dental school. You know, it's something you have to learn over mm -hmm. time. And also self-awareness plays into that too, because you got to know what place you fit in best with, because some people don't want to go in and worry about the business right. every day or the management or the marketing. And I don't know, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of excitement to that too. If exactly how you said it plays into you treating the patients, this is your operation here. Yeah. And, and working for someone, you know, you're working for, you're helping the patient, but you're working for them. I do like mm -hmm. that concept where you're saying like, you know, you don't have to work. No one's looking over your shoulder. You have the autonomy, but then it's just you and the patient at that point. Right. right? So it's everything for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, before you get there, what do you think's next? What, so right now, as you're temping, you're looking for kind of uh, literally like the perfect spot, right? Before you right. settle down. Into yeah, it. exactly. What do you envision 
and what you're looking for for that. What would be the perfect opportunity to get Ellie to settle down into a role? Would it be all five days a week? Would it just be three to four days a week? Would it be weekends? Probably not. What are you thinking? Like, what do you want to do? Um, it'll probably be a four-day work week. It'll probably which, be a four-day work okay, week. Okay, okay. Which days? Well, yeah, wait, wait, why a four-day work week before I go to... No, because think about it. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll explain why that's that's the next question. But <laughs> yeah. Four-day work week because it, I feel like that will give me one day off to work on the podcast or like work on the podcast or do some learning or maybe take a co go travel for a course, whatever it is. It gives me that flexibility. Um, also working in dentistry is physically demanding. So having a day off just to like not have to hunch over is a nice thing. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I or like this half the time, right? Oh, oh. the worst. Um, so that's why I say four day work week. Would it, would I be open to weekends? I would be, I would be open to like a Sunday. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, work on a Sunday. Well, I did it for a working interview recently and it was not a bad gig. People come in for emergencies. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. fairly easy. Um, extraction, IND, referrals, and that's it. So not I'm okay bad. with that. Not too bad. Yeah. What's your favorite procedure? I love oral surgery. Oh, <laughs> of course. Of course. I had to say that. I had to say that. Um, OS is my favorite. And that's, I mean, that's because I spent so much time doing it. Um, and I would say doing crowns is probably my next favorite. Anterior crowns, right? Not posterior crowns. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I, I struggle with them, but it's, I like it because it's pushing me. It's like pushing me to be better. So that's why I'm like trying to like it. Of course. Yeah. 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 Okay. So then now let's get to the, why which days? Because if, well, I'll explain why. If you could pick, so you're saying like a four day work week, mm -hmm. what would be those four days for you? Okay. Well, I said I'm open to the weekends, but if I was, if we're not talking weekends, Sure, sure, sure. I, if we're not talking weekends, it would be I'd work Monday, Tuesday. Oh, you're really making me think about this. You have to so, Ellie, I, I just just to give you a little background, I literally had like a 45 minute conversation with two or three other people on and this is this is like like a few years ago on like the perfect work week. And yeah. we all kind of agreed four days, but then we were like, okay, so you're going to take Friday off. Right. And I'm like, no. And then they're like, well, you're, what, what you're going to take Wednesday off. And I'm like, no person. I would do Monday and I'll tell you why. But then some people were saying Wednesday, uh, a dentist years ago told me that Wednesday is kind of like the lighter day for dentistry, yeah. general dentistry. I'm still learning about that. I, I haven't seen it personally, but, but so, so what are your thoughts? I mean, so to your point, having Monday off or, having a Friday off. It would be one of those two. Why? And so why one of those two? Because it's a shorter work week. And I don't like interrupting the work week because if you interrupt the work week, then you got to go back into the work week. And I don't like that. I hear you. Yeah. So like, this day. Right? Yeah, I know it's podcasting. But if I'm if I like take off Wednesday, right, I'll be happy on Tuesday night. I'll be happy on Wednesday. Wednesday night comes around. I'm like, oh, I got back. I got to go back to work tomorrow. I wouldn't feel so good about that. But if I had the three day weekend, well, then I could do whatever. Or maybe if I wanted to travel, I could travel. Mm -hmm. So, go back up to Montreal for the igloo yeah. fight, the igloo yeah. beer party. <laughs> yeah. It's a really quick flight, one hour, boom, I'm there. Oh, you don't, okay. Flights, one hour, that's actually not bad. I yeah. drove there. Driving isn't bad either. It's five, six hours. Right. It's yeah. not It's not too bad. You could still make the igloo party. But, yeah. But uh, what's your trigger choice, by the way? My drink of choice? Yeah, because you were talking about drinking oh, a dignity. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll give you two. Okay? Two? Okay. Yeah. Two for one. Right. One is a Mezcal Negroni. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh -huh. And one is a Dirty Martini. Dirty Martini. All right. Okay. So you, yeah. like, you like the finer drinks. Got yeah. it. 
All right. Uh, I like to I like to add in little little random things in the conversation and, and like fun stuff. The, the, yeah, the, no, it's fine. So. I'm, I'm very happy to share. Yeah. So the work week, just to include, so I would agree, hundred percent. Let's clump those days into one. Take off Monday or Friday, and I I literally spend like a week thinking about this. I would take off the Monday mm -hmm. because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Normally, my favorite day to work mm. is a Friday. I, Friday is like, it's fun Friday. It's a vibe. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to give up that vibe to have the drool. Oh my God. A Monday in the office by far or the clinic or in the hospital by far the worst day to be there. I would not oh. want to work on a Monday if I, you know. Yeah, you Mondays. Oh, 100%. Monday was the worst day in the clinic because all anything that came in over the weekend was going to be dealt with in clinic on Monday. So it would be the most hectic day. Mm -hmm. Monday is the worst day for sure. And on to Monday. And on to Monday. And it's and like, well, Monday, yeah. Now, it's in, now we're getting out at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. No, Mondays were a dread. But Friday, everyone was like checked out. We got the music going. Everyone's mm -hmm. upbeat. Yeah. And I, I totally get that. So yeah, maybe, maybe, right? I, I think, I don't know. I wouldn't want to miss. The vibe in the workplace. I don't know. That's what I want for it. You gotta, you gotta appreciate the vibes a little bit. <laughs> but your vibe right now is like residency vibe. You've got. Your, I don't know if you have a little like office or a little nook for yourself where you play your music and you all hang out. We don't hang up as hang out. We don't hang out as much as as I thought we would. Uh, it residency's been it's been interesting and. I'm very excited to get out of residency <laughs> and graduate. I, I I got a year and a half left, but but um I tr I don't I, I don't want to do sometimes in, in hospital settings it can be very intense and I cling to the people that have good vibes and good energy. Um, Bobby Langani's great. He's a lot yeah. of fun. I like Sam too. So it was cool that that I saw that that you know them as well because I, I really they're good people and yeah. I, I try I try to get close with them too when, when we can. You know we're always. Yeah. That's another thing in residency, we're so spread out between the hospitals. Right mm. now, I'm on SICU, the surgical ICU, and I like don't ever see my co-residents. I'm just alone with other like right. guys for vascular. There's like four anesthesia residents, um, emergency, two two EM, the ED residents. But um, no, no, it's different. It's different. Yeah, I mean, you had to interact with different specialties too when you were in residency, right? Yeah, I mean, I interacted with different specialties, but as a, like, we had our clinic and in our clinic, we had a little office. And so it was just our two chief residents, which were OS residents, so two mm. chief OS residents, and then the three GP residents, but we were taking OS call. And mm. so every couple weeks, we would have like a second or third year OS resident come to our location. And, and in the clinic, you had different specialties, you said. In the clinic, we had OS and then we had GP. Oh, so oh, so you didn't have like endo, pros, perio. No, we were doing we were doing it all. Oh, yeah, we had like a, we had a perio specialist come in to like manage some of our cases, and we had an endo specialist come in to manage MPs. But for the most part, it was just us. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And then you're learning directly with oral surgery. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it was a great great program. And then when you're taking call, that's when I, when I meant like interacting with other residencies. When you take call, you kind of meet the ED residents. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of interaction with other disciplines. Right, right, right. right. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a great residency that you were in. Yeah, yeah. It was if it did no endo, then you're doing the root canals, right? Yeah. It was doing the root canals. I was doing the pros. I was doing the trauma. I was doing everything from beginning to end. So I got a lot of exposure. Uh, we were only three GPs, so we got a lot of volume and we got a lot of one-on-one -on -one attention because there's only three of us. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. Did you get post-call? What is it? Did you get post-call? I did. I did. And you got post-call with only three residents? Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a great opportunity for GP, yeah. GP residency. Yeah. It is a great opportunity. I mean, I mean, I recommend it to anyone, but it's not for everyone. True. Yeah. True. That can be stressful at times. Oh yeah. Like say goodbye to sleep. <laughs> <It's done. laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I hear you there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, so when you were in residency up there, you had to live up there. Do you still live up in that direction or you're back down in like Manhattan towards Midtown? No, 
I'm back in Manhattan. I was living up in Westchester for the year. So I was in White Plains. I had to be 10 minutes from the hospital. Mm. Um, some calls I was able, some weeks of the calls, I was able to take it from home. Some, most of the trauma calls, I mean, all the trauma calls I had to be on site. So that's why I lived up there. But then once residency ended, I moved back to the city. Life in Westchester was not, a, not as exciting. <laughs> And it was just the one year or did you do two years? One year. One year. Okay. So yeah. one year, not too yeah. bad. No, not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. All the, the excitement of Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Back in the excitement of Manhattan in the hustle. No, I like Westchester was fun. It was a good experience. It was a fun time. Memories, but like it wasn't the life I wanted to live. <laughs> yeah. That is for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you what do you do for fun? We could we could wrap it up. What what do you do for fun outside of, of residency? What do you do on the weekends? What's what's like the personal life about? My personal life, working out. I work out. I go spend time with my family. I I don't know. I hang out in the city. I walk around. I try to get fresh air because most of the time I feel like I'm in the apartment podcasting or at work in a clinic. So. Right, yeah. always, always to the grind. I hear you on that. Yeah. Right? I'm doing the same thing here all the time. Yeah. Just, just put out content, right? Trying yeah. to communicate. I think did you did you switch? I think it was the the bio in one of your accounts. Your one had community in it, and then you switched it to a newer one. Is that right? What do you mean? Because you were saying how in the caption it was like, kind of as you go through the journey, you're you're like sharing the stories, working with other. Because I thought you I thought you switched your cat the the bio of the of Teeth Matter recently, no? Huh? Oh, no, okay. no. Okay, because no, I, I like them. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe I maybe I mentioned something, sharing maybe. stories. What was it? Right, it was like sharing stories with other dental professionals as. As we know. navigate our careers, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as yeah. we navigate our careers, and I don't know, I liked it. But, oh, okay. All right. All right. When you, what, do you go to the gym or do you work out like in your, in your, in your flat, in your building? Um, no. So I go to the gym. I don't have the money for Equinox. So I'll go to Blink. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Blink Fideye. Amazing. Blink Soho. Incredible. Um, and then. If I'm they not at Blink, there though. What do you mean? They they have like everything you need. You don't. Do oh, you, yeah. do you Need the sauna? Do you need to get foot massages on the way out? I mean, I would like a sauna session here and there. Like that would be nice. Um, yeah. The smell of eucalyptus in the bathroom would be nice. But uh, I'll do Blink Soho or Blink um, Fidei, and then mm. if I'm not at Blink, I'm doing like a hot yoga class. Oh, hot yoga. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. My mom's a yoga instructor. I miss no way. so much, but she's, she's all the way out on Long Island and, uh, and the time too. I, I'm dying to get that time back, but yeah, yeah we'll get there eventually. Yeah. You'll Sweet. get there. You'll yeah. get there. Once residency's over, you'll have more time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get there. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. You mm -hmm. do anything like, do you get a time, any time off for like the, the holiday weekends coming up? Uh, I'm only off on Monday on Christmas day. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one, I guess. Are that's you working one. on this weekend, Saturday, Sunday? Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm off this weekend. I was working, I was working this past, last weekend. So I'm off this coming weekend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. Not too yeah. bad. You're no, it's so not you're doing yeah. something it's great and it's great to see going into all the social media. What do you think? And actually maybe, maybe we could brainstorm this real quick just to summarize. Yeah, it up. sure. Um, this could go, we we'll just go really long too. I, I'm I, just warning you. I could talk off your ear with content strategy. No, it's fine. Let's do it. You were, you were considering making a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Don't consider it. Do it. Definitely I do it. And it's literally just like, cause when you make content, you're filming it too, right? Right. Do you use the Spotify podcast app that used to be Anchor, or are you using a different platform? I'm using Buzzsprout to send out my podcast, and it's going to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and a few other podcast players. 
Of course. Yeah. 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 Good. So you are hitting both Apple yeah. podcasts and yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Does it allow you to post the video as well as the audio form? So that's something I have to look into. I want to know how to do that to post the video footage on Spotify. Cause I get to watch like other podcasts and I'll see their video. And I think that's a really cool setup. I'm just not sure how to do that. Uh, the, the Spotify one that used to be anchor. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It does allow you to do that. I, I would look into it when you post it. Are you posting it from your phone? No, you're posting it from your computer for the long yeah. form content. Yeah. Right. right. The, so, yeah. the podcast episode loads from the computer onto Buzzsprout and the Buzzsprout publishes it on the different platforms. Right. Right. It disperses. It should do that then. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. If you look at that, it doesn't, I could send you whatever. It's, it's just like the, it used to be anchor. Yeah. A green icon. Spotify bought it and then changed everything. And now it's like a purple Spotify logo, but, but it allows you to do that. I, I highly recommend looking into that. Okay. Um, so that'd be one thing. YouTube channel, just make it teeth matter. Right. Yeah. So okay. I mean, we'll do that. Okay. And then we'll- you, when you, when you add the link and you drag it over and you upload it, you just do it to YouTube channel too and add the same everything. Listen, you're a hundred percent right. I know you're right. It's just, I gotta do it. Yeah, it's I gotta do it. Yeah. It's a lot. I know. I no, know. But I'll do it because you made the personal request. I'll do it. No, no, no. I, I want, I want you to do what you want. I don't want you to do what I want. I'm just, no, I'm just uh, using. It's something I've been wanting to do, but since, since you're asking for it, I'm like, okay, well maybe then we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. I, I think you do, you should do it because it it's, it's just, it's not even that much more. It's just another, like you draw, you dragged it into the file, into the, the podcast. Yeah. You drag yeah. it into no, you're but, right. I'm already creating the content. I might as well repost it on a different platform. When you, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No. Right. Um, when you plan for, for podcasts and stuff, how do you, how do you get in touch with people for that? I DM privately. Cool. Yeah, I, 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 I slide into the DMS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It doesn't have to be such a bad content. You know, when I say like, just DM me all the time, I don't know. I oh, yeah, No, but it, it, it's like, hey, I have a podcast. This is my audience. This is what I think we can talk about. I think you'll add great value. And then the other are receptive. Most people are receptive. No one really says no, unless right. they're really right. at, strapped for time. But it's been really positive. It was it was just funny the way you said like, like sliding. I get when I talk to people about the DM, like people, it's it comes with such a bad connotation. I don't know why. Well, it's funny. You, someone else asked me this morning, actually, um, they were, they were like, Oh, I want to start a podcast. Like, how do you get your, your guests? And I was like, I literally just DM them. And she's like, that works. And I said, yeah, it works. I mean, I don't know why people are into, maybe people are intimidated to reach out. I don't know what it is, but you shouldn't be intimidated when it's on, when it's on the phone, because this is like a, it's not like you're personally going out and asking someone. Right. Right you're right. hiding behind a phone so it's the rejection isn't that bad right that too that too yeah. that too i mean it, it does break your heart once in a while right <laughs> but no like you said for the podcast no no one says no maybe it's because like years ago like sliding the dam was like dating terminology i guess that's as if it's sleazy or something i don't know like getting in contact with other people i think is just it's just communication right yeah, I no, know. I don't think it's, there's no, there's no sexual or like connotation to it anymore. I think everyone's now using it to like, I mean, that's a, maybe people are still doing that, but I think for our, in our world where we're trying to network with people, messaging someone on Instagram is a very normal thing. Right. I hope so. Because some yeah. people still look at me like, what do you mean you DM? Like, yeah, we DM people. This yeah. is 2023 yeah. when you when you plan for a podcast do you have like a list of questions you put together do you just go on the fly depends depends on the person sometimes i'll put a list of questions together um or at least like have an idea of what i want to talk about um sometimes it's just a very candid conversation right 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 yeah. I, I totally prefer the candid yeah yeah, yeah. a little, couple of questions like i put a, a put together a couple of questions for you tonight but yeah i love the candid conversation too and that way it's not all uptight, like in, like an actual interview. It's kind of like we're hanging out, you know, we're, we're right. chatting. Then that, that's what I love about it. That's, that's the best part that makes the best podcast. Awesome. Cool. What are your next steps that do you have any ideas of what your next steps might be? Do you want to get into social media more? Like what, what do you, what are you looking to do? 
Can I be at your disposal in any way? Next step, creating a YouTube channel. That's the next step. Next step. (laughs) Good. We're going to create a YouTube channel. Um, That's number one. Number two, I think we need to start racking up some guests for the new year because we're we've kind of been neglecting or been too busy right okay. to schedule yeah but, um that's yeah. where we're at right now that'll come that'll i mean it's it's the, the, next week is the last week of the year so yeah i mean we're yeah. wrapping up it's yeah we're wrapping busy. up the year yeah it's been busy very busy good stuff good stuff yeah and the linkedin <laughs> and the linkedin oh yeah okay youtube okay YouTube, LinkedIn, and new guests. That's my project. That's my to-do awesome. list. I love it. I love it. And just DM me. If there's anything I could do to help. I awesome. appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for coming on tonight. I really appreciate yeah. that, Ellie. Yeah, of course. I had a lot of fun. Thanks for I, having I, me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure we'll have a part two at some point. Oh, I would love that. Anytime. All right. Good night. Good night.